So it's like every day you have a certain number of spoons that help you like deal with life. And so like, let's say somebody like is really pissy to you, then that might cost you a couple of spoons or maybe like phoning to make an appointment causes a lot of stress that might cost you a spoon. And eventually like throughout the, at the end of the day, you might be like, I'm all out of spoons. I can't even deal with life anymore. I need to go hide in a room. But then conversely, you might have things that give you spoons that like give you energy or like, I don't know, that kind of stuff. Established belief system is. I'm pretty sure I went to high school with a girl named Vedanica. Like sacrilege is when you like defile $69.69 Canadian. You ever notice that those party at the all points guys, if you make an acronym out of their name, it's like PTAP, which sounds like a weird sort of vaginal scream. Actually, I'm pretty sure the, uh, the DJ and the MC for my bar mitzvah, she's my favorite NASCAR driver. Leaving with your girl when we last seen each other. Yeah, you fucking with the baddest like we tag team Rihanna Fly Girl on her knees. She don't want to come near me. Yeah, my dick is too big. There's a big bang theory. Got a picture in my iPhone. What do y'all think? Why y'all niggas mess up? I'm in that Ariel thing. If I am just a rapper, man, you could have pulled me. I'm the shit when these dudes talk, they talk and fool me. All right, nobody say anything funny because if you breathe and anybody even giggles at that, you will instantly be funnier than Jeff Bodine was for two whole seasons. Welcome everyone to Party at the All Points. This is Dayton. Uh, this is your Age of Sigmar podcast, and I'm going to go for beer. You guys talk. Uh, we'd like to hey. welcome you here. It's uh, episode 294, and I'd like That's to right. welcome my co-host from from very right from episode one. It's Jeff Bodine. Jeff, how are you this evening? I'm wonderful, buddy. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to to guest host a, a show for a change. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Um, so what have you been up to, uh, Jeff? What have you been up to in the hobby lately? Oh, hey, Jeff, let's, let's see. Know. Yeah, let's see. Um, what have I been up to lately? Well, um, I guess the most interesting thing that I'm doing right now is uh, building Bellacore. So Ooh. I have my hot little mitts on one of the precious few Bellacores that made it out of the world. And I am assembling his uh, left leg. So, we question, big question. All our question. audience wants to know. Yes. Which tongue are you going with? Which tongue? I don't know. I haven't gotten that far in the instructions. There's three different head options. Three different head options? Oh, yeah, shit. you can get the Gene Simmons tongue. You can get just his mouth open and then mouth closed. Uh, well, probably the mouth open with long tongue, if yeah. I were to guess. Because it's different and exciting. It'll be um, when everyone I, does it. Definitely exciting. Well, that's true. Every, if everybody's going to do that, maybe I don't know. I guess about it. But uh, I didn't know there was all those head options. So I haven't gotten that far. Um, I did kind of skip over putting the dude on the base. Yeah, I was. That you was can't decide, eh? The space well, marine or the what you may call it. I mean, because uh, I kind of want it to be. Oh, I kind of want it to be uh, game agnostic in that regard. Um, if I'm going to pick one, it'll end up being the chaos warrior because he'll, he'll work for both. That's a big, word. um, huh? That was a big word. Big word. Agnostic. Wheeling, reeling in the background. I am printing right now. Sorry. <laughs> I can't, can't stop. Won't stop. That's all right. <laughs> it was your turn. 
Uh, did you do a introduction on what we're going to be talking about or no, like... you were that gone. You were gone that long. Basically I had time for the intro and to welcome our guest, Jeff Bodine. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Welcome Jeff. Welcome to party at the all points. Yes. Thank you. Uh, we're going to sure, talk I'm about very excited to be on today. We're going to talk about Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> all about me. It'll be a short show. Uh, the overarching episode will be about uh hammer time eight and i just finished with that that was pretty cool and we're going to talk a little bit about the nurgle demons list ideas just with the new broken realms now that they've added to it uh there has been a ton of releases man like we got endless stuff to talk about this episode's gonna be like eight hours long sweet. and um <laughs> sweet school in the morning yeah. By eight hours, I mean 20 minutes. <laughs> and there's an interview too in here, but that's already done, so we don't have to worry about oh. editing. Wow. It's the future. Whoa. Whoa. You've ruined the illusion. You've ruined my immersion of, hey, we're going to do this interview now. You almost went in the King Everything Julian voice <laughs> King Julian. <laughs> uh, I've still been painting my uh, blood sisters for snaky girls. Um, doing a block of 20 it takes a long time but it's 540 points in my army so i feel like yeah. once they're done it's gonna be like sweet I'm a yeah that'll represent through. some pretty significant progress so and they look up i'm uh, i'm liking them yep you got bellicor going bud what have you been doing i've been painting curse city stuff so yeah, and I'm, playing yeah and playing as well a uh, bunch of rounds and i've done i finished off four of the skeletons i'm pretty excited with how they're turning out um so i'm actually gonna paint up all 10 of them which is not normal for me because usually i'll paint one get bored and do the rest do do something else um i started on one of the heroes the cleona she's like the priestess i used color shift paints on on her so like a, a blue blue purple kind of it, i was pretty excited about that it looks really cool sounds pretty exciting yeah, it is. And yeah, enjoying the game. I uh, feel like I have to ratchet up the 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 level, the difficulty level to actually make it a little more interesting. Um, oh, you just kicking ass and taking names? Yeah, kind of. Um, I tried modifying the, the rules a little bit just to make it a little feel a little more like I might not win rather than just like, oh, okay, here's another group. Bang, bang, they're dead. Here's another group. So just trying to make it a little more terrifying like a cursed city should be. Uh, yeah. It's supposed to get tougher. It's more like introduction. So then it yeah. starts ramping up. So. Yeah, hopefully. Whereas Blackstone Fortress was the opposite where it's kind of difficult in the beginning. And then I guess by the end, it's it, yeah, it's pretty easy. It's not okay. challenging. So I think that was one of their big complaints that they wanted to fix with this edition. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, uh, I attended Hammer Time 8 over the weekend, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, I think when it was all said and done after drops, it was 71 people that played in the event. Nice. Before or after the first round? Sorry, 74 in the first round. Okay. And then I think it went down to 71 after the first round. Because some people, when they lose their first game, they just bail. Yeah, yeah or, their, or their opponent was so mean and they were so traumatized by their first round opponent that they dropped out. 
<laughs> also entirely possible. Or cheated so bad that they don't want anything to do with the game. That's right. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was one guy that's been ejected and is not welcomed ever again. Wow, that's a. Awful... I know it's a 40k event happening in AOS, but hey, no, oh, Owen, Owen knew about him before. The coaches knew about him before. They watched their games. They gave him a chance, as they do, and uh, he took advantage of them. And so, fuck him. So <laughs> fuck he that guy. Live, he lived up to his reputation, basically. Uh, and unfortunately, with TTS and Discord and everything else, it's not too hard to change a name and create a new account and get away with it, unless you start recognizing voice as well. Yeah, uh, play style. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've seen this cheat move before. <laughs> I'd know that cheat anywhere. I remember back in Hammer Time, eight round one. What do you have wow. to go English? But <laughs> I don't know because it's an English event. It is. It makes. Uh, I mean, like my morbid side desperately wants to know who it was, but my propriety side is going to let this person sink into anonymity i couldn't even tell you anyways the, his know. actual direct name was like a made-up name ah. like most people went with their real name and then their alter ego in discord so you still see who it was but this person still had a kind of a made-up name so you couldn't wow. even tell anyways but yeah he's been taken care of and uh, hopefully owen doesn't have to uh put any more effort into that guy because yeah fuck cheaters make a mistake that's fine um you know, that happens. There's a lot of rules of this game. But um, taking advantage and willfully take uh, abusing the rules, yeah. Suck a dick. Yep. You're Suck get butt nowhere, dick. Buddy. That's what Ew. you do. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Suck buzz, Mennonite how, dick. How, how is that punishment? Like, let's just... <laughs> Come on, you guys. Well, is it makes you Is it so beautiful so... that it's no longer a punishment? Is that I'm, what you're I'm, saying? I'm not saying anything about that, but you're the one who said it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was uh, held in England. So I had to... The first round was at 9 a.m. English standard time Gre- or whatever Greenwich, Greenwich means. Greenwich. Thank you. Uh, which equaled to 2 a.m. my time. So uh, the kids tucked me to bed, <laughs> read me a good night story, <laughs> and I went to bed. <laughs> Wait, which book, which story did they read? Uh, Go Dogs Doe, obviously. Nice. I love that one. Yeah, Go Dogs Doe is great. Except the, the lady with the hat. You know what? You don't need that man's acceptance. You wear whatever hat you want. That's right. What are we talking about? Go Dog Go. Go Dog Go. Do you like this hat? <laughs> I do not like this hat. Yeah, screw that guy. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you don't. Need you can join. This. You can join the TTS cheaters. Anyway, so this is my first. Honestly, uh, if we just not even counted as TTS, it's the largest Azer Sigmar tournament I've ever been in. Um, but you're starting to hit like you know big tournament style with this, and my yeah. first round opponent at 2 a.m. introductions had was uh casper Egdell, i want to say he's from uh he's copenhagen denmark yep so he won hammer time seven. Oh, <laughs> lovely yeah <laughs> welcome Yay. to the game Dayton. roll up your fucking sleeves <laughs> that's right and he played the uh the list which is uh bud's favorite list uh the change the change host or the yeah. uh host yeah. I- uh, it's host uh, host Arcanum, 
with Fate Weaver, Archeon, Bray Shaman, Tim yeah. Pinks, two oh, yeah, units of one. three Screamers. Sorcerer then, Lord. Sorcerer Lord, and then you summon in these six pink or six Screamers. Did we say Spell Portal? Uh, so Endless Spells. He had Spell Portal, he had Geminids, and he had Darkfire Demon Rift. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, spoiler alert, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it probably did close to 50 mortal wounds to me in that game. Ouch. Uh, so I light up. Insane. For anyone that doesn't know my list, I'm running Scrathcoven, Celebron, Daughters of Cain. This is kind of probably one of the punchiest lists I could. I've been playing a lot in a couple of little tournaments and other Discord channels and stuff, and it's I, I like it. I like the play style. It's uh, I can drink and still play it fairly efficiently because it's not there's not a whole lot of movement mechanics after the first round. I find it just it's very durable and it hits really hard. Uh, it's got e uh, cauldron of blood priestess uh, or head queen. Sorry, it's got the um, the uh, what's the other one? The cauldron blood rack shrine, and it's got iron scale. Those are my three heroes. Uh, the iron effect is the iron circlet, which allows me to reroll my priest roll of one. Uh, I took Blessing of Cain. And for my spell, I took Shadow Steed. So it goes off on a six, and it gives my uh, Bloodrack Shrine a 60 inch movement fly, which gets her where she wants to be to do her mortal wounds against mobs. And then I took 20 Blood Sisters. Uh, 10 blood sisters, 15 blood stalkers, five blood stalkers, Scathorn, uh, Scathcoven, sorry, battalion, which allows me to be a three drop and I'm completely immune to Battleshock. Remind me what the difference between the blood sisters and the blood stalkers? Blood sisters are the melee, three attacks each, uh, threes and threes, minus one, one damage. Yep. And uh, at the end of the combat phase, they do a mortal wound on a three up for every model in the unit to one unit within one inch. Yeah. And the blood stalkers are range attacks, twos, two attacks, threes yeah. and threes, sixes to hit or mortal wounds. Yeah, those ones I'm very familiar with, Dayton. Yeah. Yeah. But They're with, awesome. the, <laughs> with the iron scale, you can pay for my 20 unit to run and charge, and they run 2d6. Awesome. And they already have an eight inch move basic. So you can go far. And in the first turn, you're re-rolling ones to run anyways with Daughters of King. So it, it usually works out pretty good. And it worked out really good in this tournament, actually. So who started first in that game, in that first game? Who yeah, so I took it. I went first and moved my army up, advanced my Blood Sisters up. Um he obviously has Archeon out front. He does his pre-move and still moves him up a little bit more, moves things around, guards uh, Fate Weaver so I can't deep strike on him and snipe him out. And I move my stuff up. I'm six inches away or seven inches away from Archeon with my Blood Sisters. Mm -hmm. uh, I open up in the range attack and I wanted to see what my 15 unit could do against Archeon and that would dictate what my targets were after that. No. And I ended up taking 11 wounds off of him. Holy in shit. Shooting, in shooting. So I was like, okay, that's now my priority to kill Arthur. Makes me feel a hell of a lot yeah. better about facing him myself one day. So was... I charged him. He rolled. It was a, a below average roll. Like he, Archeon should not be taking that many wounds off yeah. of them. 
Yeah, because he has a four up, right? It's just a minus one rend from the blood. Minus one rend, but he's not getting the rerolls because I took the right. first turn. So that's the idea. If you give him the first turn, he's gonna touch you and he's gonna be buffed. Yeah. So but you now you're chancing the double turn, which he'll just wreck right. you with. Um and then I went to charge and I was looking for a six on two of my dice, and I got a five and like a three, which technically makes the charge but not with fate we were there and he yeah. turns my five into a one yep <laughs> so i failed the charge and he takes a turn he goes in uh does all his spells like which just tons of mortal wounds whatever and he saw the stalkers as the threat because of how much damage they did to him and the way that I positioned, he went in and tagged both the Stalkers and the Blood Sisters and put all of his attacks into the Stalkers and wiped them out. So that's 30 wounds with a 5-up, 6-up. So that's that's what Archeon can do. And then uh, he, I was only able to get three Blood Sisters in on Archeon to attack. And I think I did like one wound or something to him. But then uh, he's ready to finish things up. And I'm like, no, no, let's roll for the Mortal Wounds. Yeah. And the Blood Sisters did like 18 mortal wounds. And he saved because so he healed up, right? I think he got the full three. So that took him back up to 12. And I think I did eight mortal wounds to him after that. Wow. Yeah. So awesome. now Archeon's sitting on four. How many did he bounce back? Uh I don't think he really did. Oh. I, I he might I might have taken a little bit. Probably it wasn't significant. Yeah. It wasn't significant. And then uh we rolled off and I got the turn, which was big. Yeah, and I killed Archeon in the charge phase with my two cauldrons, my blood rack cauldron and stuff, because they do the D three mortal wounds. So yeah. then he couldn't nice. activate and fight me off. So he was almost ready to call it there with Archeon done in turn two, but we played it out, and he just plays so well. He's an amazing opponent. He played the objectives really well. This was Star Strike, and. Um, it basically came down. I had very little left on the board, and it came down to him having to make a three d six charge with his spawn to take my objective in the fifth round, and he needed three sixes, so he just rolled for that and yeah. uh, didn't get it, and I ended up winning that game. Wow! So there are six of these lists in the tournament, and the only time they ever lost was against themselves and my one first round match. <laughs> Yeah. I was the only one outside of Remarkable. that beat that list. And this is like there's Seraphon in this, there's Lumineth Realm Lords. Like this is a this is a dick kicking tournament. Yeah. You don't go there with a fun list. I mean no. if you go there with a fun list, you go and just like because like, I did a hammer time and I went with a fun squig list and I faced Seraphon first first game like forty skinks and croak and the second game was uh, Knights of the Empty Throne with Kairos. But yeah, those hammer times, they're tough. Like, there's a lot of good players there. And really good players. And Casper yeah. is one of them. <laughs> uh, Clearly. Yeah, so I don't know how much detail you guys want on these tournament rounds and stuff. No, um, I was really curious about that first game because that's, I mean... Yeah, that was that was a good one. <laughs> so yeah. I was feeling pretty good after that. <laughs> so I went upstairs. <laughs> I had a quick nap. I think I slept for like 30 minutes. And then uh, woke up for my next round match, which was against uh, Thomas Waller. And he had the uh, Thunder Tusk 
list with the Yetis. So it's the okay. I think it's a one drop list. It's Boulderhead. He has uh, Huskard on Thunder Tusk. He has th- two units of three Icefall Yetis. He's got Thunder Tusk, Thunder Tusk, Thunder Tusk, Thunder Tusk, Thunder Tusk. And it's the Torbad Battalion. So I think right. that's a one drop, I believe. Because he. Uh, what did he do? He gave me first turn. Because he underdropped me. And I proceeded to go up, kill one Thunder Tusk, and charge. Oh, this was um, the. It was Scorch Earth, was the round. And then I went up with my Blood Sisters, made contact with two of his Thunder Tusks, and took one down to like seven wounds, and killed the other one. So he still had a decent amount left. He then proceeded to get a double turn on me. And the amount of mortal wounds that list can pump out is insane. Yeah, the monsters charging produce mortals on a four, and you roll one dice for every pip of charge roll. Beyond that, though, he's got the snowstorm. He's got uh, the the, the vultures. vultures. Yeah. Yeah. He so he did kill. He killed the twenty unit of Blood Sisters on the double turn. But he was like he's limited on bodies, right? Especially once you lose two. Sorry. So I was able to kind of start zoning him out, and I got a double turn on him, and pretty much wiped him off the board. Um, really good opponent, super fun. Uh, I can see that list just causing major havoc, and that there's a few of those lists in this tournament. And I think one of them beat. Um, the 140 skink list, Seraphone list. Uh, so yeah, it's it's got Multiple. talent. It's it's a cool list. Yeah, it's not many models. Easy, not easy, but you know, it's a drunken list, and I love those yeah. lists, right? The snowballs into those big blocks that, like, if you've got 40 skinks, the snowballs are going to do some damage. Yeah. Uh, so then there we go. I'm two zero. Feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, going to my third I round, I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to be facing Seraphon. I'm going to be facing probably another Zinch list, maybe some KO. Uh, there's some Fire Slayers in there, so maybe I'll be facing against some Fire Slayers. You know, I'm expecting, okay, I'm 2 and I'm going to go into something pretty hard. Uh, I get my draw, and this man is named Will Potter, and he's a listener of the show. He's an English gentleman. Hey. So was Thomas. Thomas was English as well. And uh, Will rolls up into me with uh, freaking bone splitters. <laughs> <laughs> so he was one and he tied. So he was one and one. Interesting. That's how that goes. But because what was happening was I wasn't scoring my secondaries very well. Yeah. So it was kind of, I was low ranking on the two and oh. Right. So I think that's why I got paired against him. So I wasn't expecting it. And I've never actually played against Bowman Splitters. The only reason why I, I kind of knew about them is because of the uh, co-host showdown with the Honest Wargamer, because Tom is uh, running a Bowman Splitters list, so I was kind of helping him talk through that. So yeah, but uh, he's running Drakoff or Drakfoot, which I no longer get my six-up field no pains, and my blessing again <laughs> means nothing. Um, he had the Dancing Queen, which is a Wardock. He had the Slow Dancer, which is another Wardock. He had a Private Dancer, which is another Wardock. <laughs> He had Tiny Dancer, which was another <laughs> Wardock. And then he had a Savage Big Boss with no name. <laughs> he had two units of 10 uh, Orc more boys. He had five Savage Boar Boys. He had 30 Savage Orcs, 30 Savage Orcs, both with Stickos. Uh, and then he had the Archeon Slayers, 
dot 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 potentially six savage big stabbers. Yeah. And he ran two battalions. He ran the Brutal Rook and the Crop Rook. And he was at 1960, so he's getting a triumph pretty much every match. Uh, That's 225 wounds of orcs with two command points starting off and a bunch of art attacks and spells. So it was cool. Uh, What the hell was it? Was it Border War? Where you meet right off in the center? I think. Uh, Maybe. I can't really yeah. remember the mission. They're, we each got our own. You get four points for theirs, for your opponents. Two points for the oh, center. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one for your own. That sounds right. Yeah. So you meet up pretty close, though. The deployment's only nine inches away from your enemy territory. And he has pre-move. And he went in even further. <laughs> and I think I outdropped him. And I chose to go first. And we just met in the middle. And we just bashed it up. <laughs> And his 20, my 20 blood sisters into his 30 savage orcs. And you, you killed them all. You no. Uh, so I mowed down like, cause they're two wound models still. Right. They so are in the combat yeah. phase. I think I ended up getting probably like seven or eight of them. And then, cause he's got an after damage save too on all of this stuff. And then he hit me back, and I think I lost like eight blood sisters. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be one of these games. But they lose efficiency a lot. Once they start dropping models, they deteriorate in their efficiency, whereas I necessarily don't. Uh, he failed to roll any of his four ups with his big status. Oh, no. <laughs> like every time. So, and uh, yeah, I just slowly whittled it down. I didn't have a whole lot left. Uh, I kept my Bloodstalkers back. So they were still doing a lot of stuff. And then I started going in. Once my units are dead, my heroes do a lot of the work. That Blood Cauldron and the Blood Rack or the, the Shrine, the Blood Rack Shrine, do a lot of work. Like, never think that you can just go into them and take them off no. because they do work. Like, they, <laughs> they're awesome. And especially big, big units, that Blood Rack Shrine just starts doing mortals like crazy. Uh, so once they were pushed up, they were able to kind of take it away from it. I think we called it turn four, I think. So there yeah, we go. I had my first experience with that army in that little tournament that we that you uh, you hosted mm-hmm. recently. So yeah, it's I, it's a lot of bodies, man. It's a lot of yeah, wounds. it's fierce, man. <laughs> but he was looking to go into you know that Thunder Tusk army that I went into or Archeon. Arcan, yeah. yeah, because he shuts down all the the after damage saves and stuff, and yeah. that's just army wide. Even the spells that do mortals, you don't get after damage save too and everything. But no, he was super nice guy. I, I'll, all the whole tournament actually, I never had one bad opponent. They were all awesome, which makes it really easy to play a game at this caliber. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was three zero day one. Pretty pretty stoked. Uh, same thing. In a nice meal, had uh, you know went to bed early. <laughs> woke up and did yeah, it again <laughs> but it was only uh, it was a five round tournament so i only had to play two more games um same thing you know you're three and oh now you're expecting to go into something pretty tough and yep. i got paired up against thomas uh not thomas sorry enzo and he's from i want to say france he was french so Enzo Bussolini, yeah, I know, right? Sounds, Sounds yeah. Italian. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Bussolini. I hope I know a bunch of that. I'm sure I did. Uh, but he's running Louis Lomrods. 
and I've never ever played against Lumineth Realm Lords before. I have not either. I need to get a game with Helm. Uh, it was streamed on the Honest Wargamer. Uh, they came in and streamed that oh. match. So if you ever want to check that out, you can see me play and hear Owen and Rob talk about how I should have played things differently. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do. Because they got to make a show out of it. Oh, they're good. commentators. That's what I they know. do. Uh, so yeah. he played uh, Sire, yeah. the Great Nation of Sire. He had Teclas. He had um, the Cathalar. Those were his two leaders. And then he had two units of 20 Wardens and two units of 10 Sentinels and five Dawn Riders with the Allian Legion. And then his endless spells were uh, Spell Portal and Life Swarm. And he hmm. bought an extra command point as well. So he's light bodies is the thing I noticed. Yeah. Uh, he outdropped me, I think. How many drops? No, you? no, I'm three drops. I beat him. Dayton's list has three drops. Yeah, so I beat him. I really now. like his list. It's something that I personally um but I, I, thanks, man. Uh I don't I didn't know Lum of Rome was. I didn't know what they could do. I was kind of scared of the wardens and I was didn't know what the sentinels could do. I mean, I'm I'm minus one to hit in range, and this was the only game where that came up. <laughs> it might uh, had to wait until round four before that was actually a benefit to me. Um so I, I played is. defensive and back a bit and I gave him first turn because I didn't really know. I wanted to see what he would do and I kind of pushed things back. I mean, the, the Sentinels are going to touch you no matter what. They shoot really far. Yeah. Um, what is their range? 30 inches, I think. Jesus. And they, On their ignore, regular shots. Yeah, That's they incredible. ignore line of sight as well. Yeah. I knew that about them. Oh. And sixes to hit cause mortal wounds unless they get the spell off and it's fives to hit cause mortal sun metal sun metal yeah. whatever it is yeah they, they have some metal across everything and if they get the spell off it goes off on fives uh, so i played defensive he went up a little bit we played um shifting objectives on that one and it was the center objective to start with and yeah he didn't do much he yeah i think he killed like two models or something in his turn, but he got interesting a bunch of his spells off, spread out some mortal wounds because that's what Teclas does. Um, he has a mass mortal wound spell. He got off the whatever it is, the shadow, whatever it is that causes your command points to cost double. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's that sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, so he gave me turn, or so I got the second turn there, and he, all right. Moved up the board, got really far up with the sisters. Uh, I needed like an eight inch charge. I failed it. I put all my stalkers into the big unit of 20 wardens in the center. He had one on the uh, right side as well. And he went around with his dawn riders on the other side. And then he had sentinels behind the center behind his wardens. So I put everything in the wardens. I think I killed like four <laughs> or something like that. Like it was really disappointing. And, and then I failed my charge. And then we rolled off. I got the priority on the second turn, so I took it. Um, I killed a bunch more wardens. I charged in with my blood sisters, and I went center. This is where you'll see the debate on. They thought I should tag the twenty unit on the side that wasn't engaged yet to be able to lock them up, but I decided to chuck my unit right in the center. They got blessing and cane up, so they're the most durable unit in my army. So if they're gonna focus and take all the heat, 
I want it to be that unit because they're the ones that right. are most likely to yeah. absorb the most. Yeah. This is where you tell Robin Owen they were wrong. <laughs> eh. So no, do it. Yeah, do I it. Know, right. So I tagged his both of his sentinels and his wardens with my blood sisters. So I locked everything into that. So and, you were right and they were wrong. And I whiffed on my hits and I barely did anything. I think I killed like three wardens, two sentinels out of one group, and I failed to kill any in the other group of ten. Uh, he hit back, wounded me down. I think I was down to like 15 or 14 sisters left. And then my mortal wounds on the undamaged unit of Sentinels and wiped him off the board. Because he gets an after damage save and everything too, right? Yeah. And Battleshock doesn't mean anything to them either because she gets to uh, wave it. And normally she would throw that back into you and you have to take the Battleshock loss. But my unit, everything is immune to Battleshock. So that was yeah. huge <laughs> in that game. It just shut Q-Q. down that. Oh, that, that, that Billy's scary as hell. And just does nothing against my army. So, uh, and Then he proceeded to just engage everything he could into the Blood Sisters. Couldn't kill them. Uh, Teclas went after my Blood Cauldron. Failed to kill her. She then proceeded to do 12 wounds back to him. And then uh, I got the turn in the fourth round and basically killed Teclas and we called it there. Yeah. So what you're saying is, is that Rob and OJ know nothing about Warhammer and you know way more than them. And I know that, my list really And well. that they should have a written formal apology. In fact, I think uh, a Sunday show should be dedicated solely to Rob apologizing to you. For an hour. Yeah. Uh, one thing to know about Lumineth Realm Lords though <laughs> is um, during the hero phase, I could have went up and made my kids breakfast. Sat down with my kids, had breakfast with them. And then came back down, and, and yeah. then it'd be the movement phase. Yeah, <laughs> my turns are super quick with this army, and it's literally like twenty minutes of waiting to see everything that goes off. It's insane. That's fine, um, but they they can't regenerate bodies. He has life swarm. He didn't cast it at all, so whatever. But uh, it doesn't it doesn't trade well. Like he's weak on bodies. I found, yeah. and like they're pretty durable. But yeah, he. Yeah, I still had blood. That unit of 20 blood sisters was not removed off the table. So, um, yeah, that was super good. Super nice opponent. Um, very, like, the language barrier wasn't there, which was great in a game of TTS. Where yeah. You can't use your physical emotions to, <laughs> and expressions to get past conversations. So, yeah. <laughs> no, he's a good guy. He's known in the community and stuff. And that was a, it was a good game. Um, and then I go, there you go. I'm 4 0. I'm going into the last round. I'm hyped forever. I'm happy with my results. That was it. I, even if I lost my next round, I didn't really care too much because, um, you know, that's that's a good showing. I'm, I'm pretty happy with myself. Yeah. I, I figure now I'm going into Zeech because they were all like undefeated. They were like eating each other. So there was a few beat losses, but it was to themselves. There was one KO list that was still in it. And what else was there? Mega King of Nurgle. Uh, buckets. <laughs> With this Mega King of Nurgle was still undefeated yeah. as well. So uh, I rolled my opponent and I rolled against a 3-1 player by the name of Ridge from the Season of War. And he is running the army that I did not want to face this whole entire tournament. Seraphon. Because <laughs> yeah. I hate Seraphon. Thanks to Sotek, Salamanders, Croak, Skinks. We all know it. Priests, yeah. all that jazz. It's so beautiful. Yeah. 
Uh, and then the objective was, uh, or the whatever it was, the mission was um, the one where it's four to four objectives. You get extra point for a leader, and you get extra point if you took it from your opponent. Whatever that one's called. Uh, so yeah, we lined oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that weird nine inch away in the center. Yeah, like it's the circle. You play in the corners. Yeah. Um, he played up the screens of skanks. He rolled his forty skanks in the back with his priests. The salamanders were hidden, so I couldn't deep strike to snipe them out because I knew those were the biggest threat. So he played that well. Uh, he's been playing Seraphon forever. Um, he didn't just jump on the bandwagon. like He's been playing them a lot. And then he plays on Season of War, so he plays against a lot of medalists and stuff. So uh, I took first turn, which was probably my first mistake. Uh, charged everything up, killed the two units of 10 skinks, engaged Croak. Uh, Stalkers dropped in. I went after the... Instead of going... I could have sniped the two heroes the priests and the starseer but i went after the unit of 40 skinks and i killed 17 of the 40 so not mm -hmm. great no. and he had a command point to be able to keep him around and then uh he got double turn that was it <laughs> we played it out to the end but he dominated me with his free teleports and he had more units uh, I still had stuff on the board. He barely had anything on the board at the end. Same with myself. It got pretty bloody, but at no chance, like at no time was I uh, competitive with scoring because of the way that uh, that interacts. And then Owen jumps on to see the games and he goes, yeah, never give Fangs of Sotek a chance to double turn because that's it. Just never give him a chance to double turn because that, that's that game. But super nice guy. Uh, Canadian knocks out a Canadian. And so that ended my run, and that was it. That was my Hammer Time experience. And if you want to know about the, more of our match, the interview with Ridge, we talk about it quite a bit, and his road to the final as well. Yeah. There you go, so boys. Where'd you, where'd you end up on the ladder? Uh, because of my secondaries. Casper, who I beat in the beginning, got yeah. third place. Uh, he went four and one. He would proceed to win every one of his matches after that and max out all of his secondaries after that, too. <laughs> wow. So he oh. took third place. Um, what's his name? Stefan? Stefan Follows took first place. Uh, he had the, it was basically a mirror match for the last round. Yeah. So he won this game. And then a guy named. Uh, wasn't that Chain It was Chain Host versus Host Arcanum, wasn't it? Oh, uh, okay. Each they're all the same, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Marcus, aka Mac, uh, went five and zero as well, and he had KO, but he had um, the KO where you can ally in dwarves, so he had fire slayers in there, and I think he had some wow. possessed or something as well. Inspirational. He, he beat the uh, seventy pink horrors siege list in the oh. fourth round. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a bunch of Iron Drakes in that list? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, let me see it, actually. He's been around for a while. Um, supposedly, like, a really... He got a lot of uh, favorite votes for opponents as well. So that just kind of shows off a little bit yeah. to him. He's that, the Barak Thrang. Thrak Thrang is the Skyport. So he's got a Endmaster, Celestin Prime, Uruk, Rune Smiter... 
uh, Arcanaut Company, Arcanaut Company, Arcanaut Company, Gunstock Hauler, Gunstock Hauler, three Ether Wings, and 20 Hearthguard Berserkers, and an Ironclad. Okay. So he said he double turned in through that horrors list, and I think he killed something like 50 pinks or something like that. <laughs> That's in a double turn. Well, you so. go after all those pinks first, like you. <laughs> There's that unit. Well, no, I'd say goal. you snipe the heroes first. So then they lose their minus one and they can yeah. no be battle shocking you. Well, the minus one's only in melee. Right. Which he has well, but, berserkers and stuff, right? Yeah. Change host uh, can can be minus one in shooting. What was he running? Because guy, if you're within. I, against? I don't know. No, but, well, it doesn't matter. It's only minus one in melee. Melee. Normally, but you can get you can have a minus one to be shot aura as well. I used to do that. Uh, so it was Guild of Summoners, is what he was running. Oh yeah. Okay. With the multitudinous host, which regenerates D three pinks. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Is that how that goes? <laughs> and he had a change caster and a flux master. Those were his two heroes. Oh yeah, you get rid of those. Yeah, those 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 won't stick around very long. That's a lot of screening no. you can put out there. That's a. I wanted to actually play that against that list because I wanted to see what I could do against it because I think I can out DPS it. But that's all it is. It's a DPS checklist. But yeah, uh, super fun. I I'm glad I got to get into it. I was pretty much dead for those two days, and I want to thank Nicole and my kids for giving me the time to do that. And it was a super fun experience. All my opponents were awesome. Um, except for you and you know who you are yeah <laughs> me <laughs> I tried to be as Canadian as I could in there but there was quite a few Canadians there actually at the event yeah. <laughs> Owen runs an awesome tournament so never hesitate to jump in on any of his that's why people are willing to get up so early in the morning to play right and next time you fuckers better join me yeah I was <laughs> I had originally expressed interest but when I found out what time it was at it kind of scared I mean, me away the the good thing about it is once you get used to the time change you're down at like noon yeah so then you go and like live a normal life until six o'clock when you're tired <laughs> hey, and then you I old did, man i did hammer i was at hammer time too so thanks for finally joining the party yeah it took me a while but took me a while i didn't know you back then okay bud okay yeah Jesus. okay I'll get over uh, the only thing I gotta say though is I gotta criticize friggin' Owen because every time he was shoutcasting for me and stuff, he was referencing me as I was a co-host of Honest Wargamer instead of referencing <laughs> Party of the All Points. <laughs> See, Andy knows nothing about Age of Sigmar, right? Or podcasts. Yep. You Dayton. Dayton has said that very clearly during this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. But going through the throat. <laughs> That's cheaters oh. into his events. Like he's just, <laughs> just the worst. A shady character. <laughs> Questionable moral fiber. Um, all right, that was a lot of info in people's ears. Uh, so let's take a quick break, and we'll be back. Do you host a podcast and can't really ever fill up more than an hour of time? Do you have trouble putting together a full cast with more than just games we've played, hobby, cold open, 
etc. Well, then have we got the product for you. Rage of Sigmar is willing to lend out both of its hosts to be the funny one on your show, so long as there's no expectation of us not using the fuck word, as well as actually having anything good to say about Age of Sigmar. Or GW. Or you or your co-hosts. Or ourselves, to be honest. Anyway, get in touch. We'd be happy to come on your show and actually make it have more than two or three listeners. We'll make it funny. We'll make it topical. But what we won't do is we don't promise to actually make it any funnier or more topical than it already was. You can get in touch with us a number of ways. You can reach out to the show at of Sigmar on Twitter, as well as at a hymn of serpents or at big jables. Give us a shout. We'll make your podcast. Walked back from the break. Bud went and took a whiz. Uh, showed off. I left one. Well, he had to go. He had to go take a look at that beautiful deck, right? Because we were yep. talking about BJ's and how that'd be a pleasure. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> he just had to go and give it a nice little prep talk. Hey, buddy. Yep. Hey, it's all. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're gonna do a fun little segment to break away from what we normally do, which is always serious because that's what we're about. We're just about meta topics. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do a thing of uh, getting on your clothes a little bit better again. Okay. So the idea of this is you're going to tell three st- things about yourself and one of them is a lie and two of them are truths. And then we, the co-hosts, have to figure out which one is the lie and what, yeah, basically which one's a lie. So, uh, I don't know, who's the most weird? Jeff, let's Let's, let's start with Bud. Yeah. Let's start with Bud. Let's do Bud. Let's do Bud. Come on, buddy. I still haven't decided what I want to talk about. Oh, it's... that was one of those. Okay, I have mine written yeah. down. So, Do it. <laughs> All right, Bud. Hey, I had to plan for this because otherwise I'm horrible at this game. Because the first time I went through the three with someone and they were like, those are all true. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> You're just too honest. I know. I know. I got to okay. think of something to lie about. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Three things. Three things. Uh, number one, I've never won a Warhammer tournament. Number two, I've never been shot. Number three, I know how to tap dance. Okay, Jeff, let's talk about this. Never been shot. That's an easy one uh, because he's gotten the vaccine. He's been vaccinated. That's a shot. That's dirty tricks. Yeah. Okay. That's tricksy. Yeah. That's the easy one. So that's truth. Uh, tap dance. Well, no, he said he's never been shot. He said he's never been shot. So that oh. means it's fake. That's okay, what he's that's lying about. So he's it's won a Warhammer tournament and then he's tap dance. Yes. Okay, so the shot one is the lie. Yep. Damn it, I did this wrong. I did this wrong. <laughs> what was it? Two lies? Two lies and one truth or what? Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, so so the, the lie was supposed to be I've never won a Warhammer tournament. Oh, okay. I was here. I, I used erasable ink, so it never existed. <laughs> so tell them. I still tell the story. Tell the story behind them all, though. Now you need okay. to go through them all. Uh, okay. Um. So yeah, I've never won a Warhammer tournament. I have made. I have been on a on a one dayer. I have been at two and zero. 
with a squiggling <laughs> and then ran into Godrak and got wrecked. Um, okay, so I know how to tap dance. Uh, I theater was my major at university, and one of the classes that I took was dance and musical theater, and I had the opportunity to learn how to tap dance. It was awesome, and I've even been in a show where I needed to tap dance. So yeah, I got my own taps. I got my own shoes, nice. um, and I have been shot. A, well, I was four years old. It was a 22 caliber long rifle uh, that was sitting on a gun rack in my dad's truck. I may or may not have, as a three and a half or four year old, put my finger on the end of the gun. And my brother, who is younger, may or may not have pulled the trigger. And someone may or may not have left a bullet in the chamber and the gun cocked at the time. Ooh. So, so your little you finger got shot. You, you could have thrown oh, yeah. us better by saying I've never been shot by a gun. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, except that I should have said I've the been worrying. shot. You've by been a shot gun. by a gun. Yeah, yeah. I've been shot by a gun. That's right. You know what? This is a new thing. I threw it at the. I threw it at the guys, and uh, they disappointed me. I okay, still, so. <laughs> but I got to tell a cool story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is supposed to be fun. Hey, look I'll at put us. a picture of my finger on Twitter. The fingernail split in half. It's awesome. Nice. Jeff, are you ready yet, or you want me to go? Charming. You go. You go. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> like women listen to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some might. Yeah, when Nicole is the host. Okay. I once did an air band to Red Hot Chili Peppers with a sock on my cock, and then that sock was then removed in front of 500 people. I once went to uh, my partner's first birthday party after we've been dating for three months and we're playing beer pong and then I proceeded to flip the table that I was on, flip the table that I was on in front of all her friends who just met me. Uh, And then when I was 19 years old, I was asked to strip for the manager of the bar I was working at for her bachelor party. Last one's it, true. It I know the first one's true. Okay. So then the second one is a lie. Yeah. Why would date never flip a table? Uh, okay. So uh, air band to red hot chili peppers suck my kiss for Earl's, which was the restaurant. It was an air band at the Caprice in Vancouver in front of about 500 people. And yes, we I narrowed my whole body, shaved it all, <laughs> and there's three of us. And we went out with socks, which hold actually fairly well, easily once you tuck the balls in there. Oh, yeah. And we proceeded to do the whole show. And then all the people jumped up on the stage afterwards and a girl grabbed the sock and ripped it right off me. Oh, man. <laughs> so, there we go. I was in uh, sneakers. And it was the highlight of your life. Uh, That's funny. Then I took my one hand and covered my junk because that's all it takes. Did you have dice (laughs) in your hand at the time? No, no dice. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Weird. So that was true. Uh, The second one, uh, yes, Nicole's first birthday party. We've been dating for, I want to say like four or five months, I think at that point. Uh, She had this huge birthday party. She shared it with her best friend, Jenna, I believe. And she had like a band playing. It was a rented out community hall. She had all her friends from like the keg and Langley and stuff. And this is the first time meeting me. I took my brother because I didn't want to go by myself into that kind of situation. We played beer pong. It was the finals. 
And my brother and I were in the finals against Nicole and her friend, I want to say Mike. And what they would do is, so you throw the ball and they would blow it before it would get in the cups and knock it out. Yeah. And I said, that's bullshit. Yeah. That you don't get to do that. <laughs> and they kept proceeding to do it. And I was very drunk and I grabbed the whole table and I just flipped the fucking table. <laughs> <laughs> and launched it in the air so yeah that was all her friend's introduction to Dayton that was true uh Cindy I thought you had told the story the third story I thought you had told it before at an earlier time mm. so Cindy was the bar or the manager at Earl's in Kamloops and she was having a bachelor party and she asked me to if I'd be interested in stripping for a bachelor party and she would pay me and I said yeah I could do that for you. No worries. Uh, and then she ended up backing out of it because uh, she didn't want that on her, I guess, paying an employee to strip at her bachelor party. So she was the one that backed out of it. Not me, uh, but so I didn't. That's probably to, what I remember then. As I didn't get to strip that. in front of them. So there we go. Oh, uh, well. All my, my stuff bad. revolved around, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Weird things. All right, Jeff. A, those are dumb. It's like, I truth. I am seventeen thousand one hundred and twenty-three days old. Oh no, I'm actually seventeen thousand one hundred and twenty-one days old. Uh, uh, I was got 18 you when it happened, not nineteen. Oh, uh, uh, y'all are so fucking stupid. Uh, it was at seven thirty at night, not at seven. Hey, my three stories I thought were weird enough that you oh, yeah, they're it was hard to. He had a hard time guessing what was true and what was fake. Well, no, I knew the first one was true. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. The airband. Yeah. Yeah. And and based on so basically Dayton's saying he's a. There's liar. photos on the internet as well. Of the first one. Yeah. The oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there are. All right, Jeff. Yeah. You okay. Let me see. There's one that I know. All right. Um. I ran across campus in nothing but a towel um, to cheer up some some girl with a couple of other people. Uh, let's see. Another one. Um, <laughs> you did no well, breath. <laughs> Wait, go, Jeff. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I've been rolling around a bunch. Of, it's been a tough day, right? Give me a break. Hey, what's um, better, not being prepared or being prepared and doing it completely wrong? <laughs> I, I have. All right, I'm not going to indulge this. Touche. <laughs> all right. Um, so that I once ran across my college campus, buck naked except for a towel, for the benefit of a young lady. Um. Let's see. I got. I was uh, chosen as most improved for my high school soccer team, my junior year. And uh, the last one is I have. Uh, so this is where we need to be much on something crunchy. He's, he's scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm scrolling through my brain Rolodex to decide what to pick or lie about. Uh, let's see. I have, uh, and like pick one that's appropriately PG or whatever. Yeah. Cause that's stopped <laughs> us before. 
Yeah. Don't forget episode six when we called open about ass eating. So. We totally didn't talk about <laughs> sucking anyone. That's true. Dick. <laughs> yeah. um, Bites beautiful dick. We totally didn't talk about sucking Bites beautiful dick. <laughs> I have, I have, all right. I got into a confrontation with a guy outside of a bowling alley. He pulled a gun and shot over my shoulder. So, all right, bud. Let's talk this was stuff. in my college days. So, which, which one of those is the lie? Wait, so Jeff's a very chivalrous guy. So, number one's totally true. Uh, he would totally do that to cheer up a young lady. Mm. Absolutely. It's because the keyword on cheering, eh? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he wanted to make somebody a little happier. You know. I thought Americans don't play soccer. Not well. <laughs> so then it's easy to improve. Most improves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. We'll tell that to the women's national soccer team who I'm, consistently wins. But uh, okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for 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 with that one to say uh, it wasn't my junior year. It was my sophomore year. Mm. That was the lie. Um, boy, <laughs> and the gun one's so crazy. You almost like want to say it's true because. Why would someone say something that crazy? Like he lives in America. So I, I mean know. that's every know. So day, it's, isn't it? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, isn't that like part of like, hey, uh, to buy cigarettes, can you please produce your gun and shoot yeah. over my shoulder? Yeah, yeah, here you go. Okay, sweet. Here you go. Is it like the good luck? Like if you spill salt, you throw salt over your so- shoulder. <laughs> if you want good luck to your friends, you fire over their left shoulder. Yeah. Good luck on your date tonight. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. That means oh, a lot. Man. You really care about me. Okay. Uh, okay, so I'll go second. Yeah, I'll, do yeah, I'll, the, go, uh, I'll go with soccer. Soccer, <laughs> soccer right, is well. What was your what was your answers? Soccer was the soccer. Lie. Soccer is the lie. Soccer's a lie. Okay. Um, no, the soccer is truthful. The Ugh. first one is true. First one is true. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, it's sad. I don't even remember her name, but it doesn't matter. Um, I can't the second one was absolutely true, about, man. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did something um, bad happen I, at a bowling alley once? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually, it's 90% true. Yep. And I, I borrowed one of the conditions from another story and plugged it into this one to make the lie. But right. uh, so the second one is absolutely true. I, man, I would run till I fucking puked. Oh God. Those are the best practices ever. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I don't, I didn't well, have a lot of about in me, like so. Our field sucked, man. You roll an ankle on all those potholes in the fucking field that we ran in. But no, no, I, I mean, Memphis, Memphis is a big time soccer town. So yes, a lot of people play soccer here. Yeah. They like they didn't even like they didn't have a baseball team. But well, my high school. I was kidding. Soccer is the number one sport in the world. So yeah. yes, right, but in the US, soccer. it's in the US it is not as popular. But but um no, I did I did in fact get most improved my sophomore year or junior year. Um and the third story, everything was true except he didn't fire. He just pulled the gun and aimed at me, and then somebody talked him down, and he left. And another story, I was driving down – well, I wasn't driving. I was in the passenger seat of uh, the president of the fraternity at the time. Um, and we were in this old, like, F-150, this 
very old and it was like all metal you know like a very heavy frame and some i guess gangsters they were going down the interstate next to us some ruffians a guy leaned out the window and shot a bullet right into the side panel and like we got when we parked we saw the bullet hole in the door and like heard the slug rattling around inside so it must have been a small caliber because it didn't penetrate the second panel but like I said, uh, Bud and I were um, joking about the gun thing. It's pretty wild. That's 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 America. That's crazy. Yeah, I actually was <laughs> yeah. shot, and the bullet went right through my finger and the side of the door. Oh, I heard that story before. That was true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty wild. I mean, maybe it was from farther. I, well, no. I mean, I saw the guy right there. So, yeah, it was it's wild. Terrifying. I don't know. I guess yeah, we no just kidding. got lucky. We get. We just got lucky. All right, we're gonna we're gonna you know, do it this. didn't penetrate the inner panel. We're gonna do this from now on with all our anyone that comes on as a guest. <laughs> What's uh, funny, I have so many more crazy shit that I could have put in there, and I was just trying to pick some that would be, you know, like not too embarrassing. Yeah, same. <laughs> That's basically the way I went with Yeah, I wouldn't want to be embarrassed from feeling really awkward. No. Oh, wait for you. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll take another break. Uh, this will be the interview with Ridge. We'll plug that in there. Thank you, Nicole. We appreciate all your editing and hard work. Yes, thank you. For making us average Joe seem like we know what we're talking about. Uh, this is a little segment. We're jumping in. Uh, I got Ridge with me from Season of War. Uh, we're going to do a little BS about uh, the tournament that we are in. Uh, spoiler alert, we faced each other in the last round, round five of this tournament. So uh, we developed some sort of a rapport. And being Canadian, I think it's pretty necessary to develop that friendship. Rich, how you doing, man? Awesome, man. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Canadians, were, uh, we're known to be super polite. But uh, I know it's kind of tough when Seraphon and fucking Zinch and some of these armies are in, you know, crushing the meta right now but yeah yeah i'm doing well oh yeah uh so why don't you just give us the uh elevator speech of uh what season awards all about for those that don't watch it i recommend you do but that's besides that you make your own choices yeah for sure uh so it's it's a bad rep channel um you know we really pretty much when we were kind of watching bat reps i never really couldn't find like competitive age of sigmar um so we're from a little place near toronto um, well, I'm from Hamilton, but uh, Mini Wargaming, there was, there was, you know, re-rolling ones. There's some really good channels out there. Um, most of them go with, like, the handheld version and, you know, seeing the dice roll and all that kind of thing. Um, so uh, my, my friend Jordan Duncan, who's the one who actually does it all, he's, uh, yeah, just wanted to go more uh, quicker bat reps and just uh, not really show all that kind of thing. So, and just really focus on, like, the, the tactics and you know, the competitive portion of it, which is what we really, really love. We, I met him actually through a tournament just locally um, near Toronto as well. So, um, yeah, I can't take any credit for really anything. I just go there and just play games. Jordan does it all. He does the editing. He does everything. Uh, there's like uh, four, four of us and then him that kind of, you know, we chat about stuff. And, you know, um, it's very much driven through um, the premium members. So they actually they pick which matchups we do. They, uh, yeah, they dictate a lot of the direction where the channel goes. So yeah, it's just, it's fucking fun. It's just fun. That's what I, I love doing it. Just go get more games and, uh, 
yeah, it's, uh, yeah, most people are getting really good reception. People are absolutely loving it. So yeah. We have a premium membership too, and we make, uh, enough to get a coffee crisp once a month. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> there uh, you go. Wait, do you guys know your rules? Do you guys mess up your rules a lot? We, we actually don't. There are some rules. We'll put a little disclaimer, but that was one of the other things I saw a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of just, uh, uh you know, do you guys run competitive lists? We we do, yeah, yeah. Um, then do not mention mini wargaming in the same sentence as season of war, <laughs> yeah. please, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it, we we hear a lot about it too, and we love the double turn. And there's you know so many things where mini wargaming we get compared, not compared to them, but we're like fucking like an hour away from them. So yeah. like you know the last three years getting into Age of Sigmar, that, I became a vault member. I did all that, you know, and I, and huge kudos to those guys just for. For putting out good content and everything but yeah they'd get ripped apart in the comments and you'd see it like yeah. constantly i, I bs with a couple of them they're good guys legit it's yeah just, it's not for me but it's for a lot of people and they're doing well so good on them but we don't need to give them any promotions seasonal wars <laughs> where you need to go put your content into uh all right man uh so we played in Haversheim. it was fantastic that was my biggest uh tournament i've ever been into for aos uh yeah i mean I've, I've done lvo a few times but only for the 40k side so but that's me uh, that would be rude of me just to talk about me while I have you on the show. So why don't you tell us a little bit, uh, uh, do a quick run through of your army, I guess, for the listeners that like to pay attention to that stuff and not just the person. And then why don't you uh, tell us your fucking road to round five? Yeah, sounds good. I'll try to keep it as quick as possible. I know I can get yeah. talking about a lot of shit. Dude, but... this could be a long episode of Ice Places in here, any, so don't even worry about it. All right, perfect. I got a, I got a pint going, so we're good. Uh, yeah, so... I've been playing Seraphon since, you know, a long, a bit before the new book. And, you know, I'm going to also say that to have some type of disclaimer to, you know, make it look like I'm not just a cheese You're ball. You're a Seraphon player <laughs> until. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my one true love is Skaven. I will always say that. Uh, I love the rats. I fucking just love you know, everything about them. Um, I was gifted a bunch of uh, lizard men back when I was playing fantasy. So one of my friend's older brothers gave me them and I just started slowly collected them. Um, was doing the whole retreat thing with the skinks and summoning back in, you know, AOS one and two, um, or not two, but before the book. Um, so yeah. And then, um, yeah, as soon as the book came out, it's just fucking amazing, man. Just like the, so much diversity and just, you know, fangs is obviously retardedly competitive, but there's just so many other things you can do with it. So yeah, just love it. But, uh, yeah, the list I was playing is filled. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and, you know, and it's, yeah, with so many other, you know, with Zinch and some of the other big top dogs, I, this tournament in particular, I really oh. wanted to bring, you know, my most competitive list that I can. And, you know, fuck, Owen, Owen runs an awesome tournament. I played, in, as you probably as well, played a couple of TTS tournaments now here. And, and the hammer times are always like the, the cream of the crop, you know, 70, 80 people. Um, it's fun, nice to just have an actual five game, like a, a actual GT. Yeah, that'd be crazy um, if it was only three rounds. Yeah, Which they have been in four. This is the first time it's gone two days. Yeah, right? yeah. Hammer time seven was three round, and then he did top eight, which was cool. Um, but yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So now it's a five game actual GT. So you bring your you bring the filth. There were what five or six fucking Archeon Arcanum lists. Six. So there yeah, were six so, lists that were pretty much carbon copies of themselves. Yeah, with so a little like, bit of flavor in here and there. Exactly. So <laughs> I was you know just happy to be able to play my, my spoiler game. alert. They only lost against each other and me. Yeah, uh, I, and I lost my game too, which I'll, I'll, I'll quickly tell. But yeah, so my um, my first round, I think I got Beast of Chaos. So it was, I haven't actually played them before. I played, I think I played them once in like a, a casual game. So <laughs> this was like a bunch of Vestigore and, and Ungor and everything Deep Strike 
it, but it was, yeah, eventually it was Star Strike. So I just waited turn two, turn three, just kept everything alive and then eventually just, just killed everything. Um, so yeah, I went 20 20 <laughs> That's one. a great matchup, eh? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, when I saw it, it's just like, you don't want to just get paired round one into like that one of those zine Arcanums or like you know one of those yeah, that was my round one <laughs> was it yeah yeah that gets casper the guy who won hammer time seven yeah he's yeah. oh he's a fucking awesome player casper great yeah, dude good dude. guy we we had some drinks uh saturday night uh, luke wilby set up this little pub thing and uh we all we all had a few beers and we're doing some crazy uh making some crazy drinks and yeah it was, it was fun but awesome um, yeah, so then anyways, my second game, I got paired into uh, Stuart McCowan, who everyone knows about now. He's been playing the Yetis and playing um, just a fucking awesome, really good player. So uh, he was playing Archaeon Glutose, which is a little bit different, um, and Duplicitous. So two units of 10 tanks, Archaeon and Glutose, pretty much. So I nice know to hit Archeon. Yeah, that and, and Glutose. So going in, I'm just, I got to just avoid those two, just kill the horrors, uh, Scorched Earth, which... I fucking hate that battle plan so much, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it should be a good one for me, like being able to teleport and everything um, for free. Exactly. For free. Yeah. Unconditional out of combat. Yeah. All that good stuff. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I, I got priority in turn two or three and I ended up taking it, which I look back. It was a mistake. I should have, I should have gave it away. Um, you know, I was outside of Archeon's range. I was just trying to stay outside of them and just cap the rest of the objectives. So long story short, it came down to turn four um, and he was on all my, all four of my objectives and I was on all four of his objectives. And because he had two heroes to burn them, he got an extra point for each one and just, you know, a couple small little mistakes and small little things. Um, yeah. So, so he ended up be, uh, winning that. So, um, you know, I was a little pissed. I really wanted to go five. Oh, like I wanted to obviously try to win the tournament. So um, that happened, but you know, whatever i was a little on tilt my game three so after that game i got paired into seraphon funny <laughs> enough um but running something that i just never ever want to run which is just the fucking uh skink spam so it was just like i think it was 170 skinks yeah 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 so ran into that uh know the book ridiculously well and know seraphon very well so you can you know just being able to exploit small mistakes and small little things um it was just pretty much croak battling croak with plus three to cast and plus two to unbind against each other so can't wait was, for aos3 yeah exactly yeah it was uh yeah i got a couple lucky well not lucky but a couple uh, good stellar tempests off on his skink blocks and then i was able to do more damage than he was and i just I screened out and uh, ended up winning uh that game so yeah it was was two one uh after uh, yeah he went three and two because he lost against uh thunder tusks as well yeah, yeah. His queer, I think his name is Queer Next. I know he he's a good he's a good player too. He plays in TTS quite a bit. I, he might play for one of the national teams. I can't remember one of the South American ones or um yeah, but I know because we see the because we're in teams as well, like the AOS teams. So you see a lot of these guys that play in like the Chilean national team, the Italian national team, like all those guys are in the, the teams events uh, that were that are run right now too. So it's just yeah, you see, you see all these guys in a lot of these different games. I'm so. not gonna lie, I wouldn't want to watch that match. <laughs> that match sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, it it wasn't fun. Yeah, at the beginning, I was just like, I was still kind of pissed at my game before, so I was actually just playing aggro and stupid. But I yeah, you're like, yeah. I gotta hate fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. Like I'm just gonna kill what I can, and then if you can't deal with it, then whatever. But it ended up working out. So yeah. Um, and then game four, 
I got paired. Uh, we didn't actually find out Saturday night, which I thought was cool. Owen held him back. Yep. And then, you know, a little different, though, because I feel like in real life, you would kind of know you're pairing. You know what I mean? Like, you'd know who you're playing the next day. Well, you look at the ladder and he hid the ladder. So you couldn't determine who you're facing up into. Yeah. And I thought that was our internet. Like, did you not think that I, for some reason, I was just like, TT, because TTR, whatever, goes down all the time. And I was like, all the time. The fuck is happening? Every like, pairing it just shit the bed yeah i remember our game even i was like i know i'm playing Dayton. i know he's playing doc i know he's playing snakes i can't remember his list but i can't fucking see his list and you i had no idea what you had i was like (laughs) cool my facing against each my face like there's a couple i knew who the top 10 were but yeah 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 it was awesome um but anyways yeah so round four i got paired into uh peterson who is a guy also that i know uh from the tts community amazing dude he um from the states he plays uh lrl so he was playing and this is obviously before the broken realm tech was uh was allowed to play because there was no faq so um yeah it was he was playing a pretty standard list 20 sentinels 10 sentinels 20 wardens 10 wardens uh he had light of altharion which is most people would say is not the most competitive um you know but i'm not sure if he was doing that for just a bit of flavor or whatever but either way and then uh tech with Cathalar in the orland Re- legion like everyone runs um but yeah, I was able to just in deployment, deploy my two skink heroes outside of uh, whatever it was, 42 or whatever, of the Sentinel's range. So by the time it was done, he went first anyways because he wanted to get protection of Teclis off. And, you know, that's, you know, as Luminef, that's a, a good strategy. But uh, I clearly in the bottom of my turn, I just teleported my 40 skinks and franged on my 20 camos and just nuked his one side. And then I ended up winning the roll off and we called it after like, whatever it was double turn fangs of sotek yeah it's, like it's tough for any army to uh yeah down after that absolutely and even even if i didn't get the double it's i I'm, i was still in such a good position that i don't think it would have would have really mattered um but i can talk yeah about just the list and that type of stuff yeah i, I mean after, but... it's favorable for you right because he can't afford to lose anything you can exactly yeah he right. i have doesn't I trade have well I have summoning i have i can teleport around the board um you know do all that where exactly with lumina you know, you kill their their hammers, their sentinels. The yeah, there's if they only has techless and uh, Kathar left, he's not going to be able to score or do you know anything. So, um, so you got this Canadian boy, first big tournament he's ever been on a TTS. <laughs> Before that was Hammer of Gur, and that was it. That was just for funsies. Yeah. So he's feeling pretty high on himself, going four and zero. And he gets paired up against another fucking Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> and it was because I, uh, so I 20 owed that one as well. So I had two 20 O's and nine, or no, two 20 O's and 18 O and I lost 18 two. So I was pretty high points for three one. Well, yeah, it was I, you I, and you and Casper for the four and ones were, or three and ones, I guess at that point. Yeah. Were, oh, I uh, guess. And you would have played him. him. You would have played him already. So, so I that, didn't, oh. that's why I didn't get paired to get Casper again. Yeah, and so funny thing before we kind of quickly talk about our game, um, I was looking at it, and I remember when we were chatting, like, oh, yeah, a Canadian guy taking out a, a – or not letting another Canadian guy go 5-0, and, I, and just, you know, it's obviously just funny. And then after I, after our game, I noticed, though, because my source guard, um, my one secondary, I you got the one secondary, I made Mark for Death my source guard. I forgot to re- – I didn't retreat them out in turn five, and then you ended up killing them. And then I uh, I had 79 points at the end in fourth, and Casper had 80, and I was I would have won 80, and I had more strength to schedule than him. So you fucked me for not podium for the podium as well. Listen, if you don't win, <laughs> if you don't go five and zero, oh, you're just last. 
that's yeah. it don't worry about yeah. it <laughs> oh and, and and i didn't give a, i didn't give a fuck because as soon as we started playing man like i know i've watched i've obviously seen you on the honest war gamer just started watching the uh, party to all points and stuff or listening to it um so it was awesome. you don't want to watch us we're not good looking people <laughs> no it was a great game though it was just cool finally meeting you like we chatted just here and there just to meet the, the whatever big chat yeah i mean i was four and oh at that point like my list yeah. was doing awesome i had some good matchups i was having fun and at that point i was like cool i'm four and oh if i go five and oh awesome if not big deal man like yeah. that's still a good showing and it was every match was enjoyable so i went into it not cutthroat yeah but you still did kick me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, and oh just don't came... don't give me the option for double turn yeah and that's the, that's the problem with Sarah with well your list as well like we talked about briefly um like you took first obviously i was dropping me um and exactly that like even if i didn't get the double turn there i was still in a decent position but because just the output like if you would have gave me first exactly i could have brought down my camos teleported the 40 block kept my salamander safe and yeah it's i killed 37 skinks in the first turn and it did yeah no yeah my target priority it was it's tough i always have a tough matchup against seraphon because i don't know where i should put my targets because there's so many threats yeah uh, your salamanders were i think out of reach i don't think i, I was got to them you screamed yeah because you were you were nine with just with the bow snakes yeah 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 you gave me croak been... you gave me the 40 block and i could have taken the two priests yep if and i wanted to i think you made the right decision you didn't kill uh i think you killed what 20 20 something because i had like i think i killed 37 because i killed 17 from your big block and i killed the two units of 10 oh got you okay that's what i was gonna say the 10s don't matter at all that's why when you said yeah, 37 they're... i was like fuck how did i know yeah um for sure though yeah <laughs> i think you made the right move putting everything into the 40 block though and i believe you just you had some shitty rolls as well with the bow snakes because you should have yeah. killed more than what was it 17 or what yes. either way it, it always comes down to those two things so you either are going to kill take that 40 block down or you're going to kill the skin priest or star priest who clearly buff the rest of, of the army make it less efficient but yeah more attacks which mathematically <laughs> yeah just well they give the, the wounding on six or the mortal on six to wound plus one to hit so yeah that usually you know playing against ko and zinch and some of these armies that can kill that skin priest or star priest right away that's that's the tr trouble for seraphon yeah. um you know so I, you got to try to hide them as best you can but it's hard to hide from from snakes that can teleport anywhere on the board and shoot 24 so snakes that, <laughs> yeah snakes that can just run up in your grill no matter where you are too yeah, yeah so I, I had a nasty list it was a nasty list four of my opponents thought it was a fucking nasty list casper was like <laughs> yep i'm gonna run your list in the in a tournament I'm like yeah man it's yours Roman. yeah how how did that go because i didn't realize you play casper then so, so is that usually the the plan then is just shoot up those the spear snakes and fucking just kill yeah. everything you I, can, I put right? a I, I threat saturate you okay and make you deal with the 20 block of snakes that have a blessing of cane on them so that is the most durable unit in my army so if i'm gonna put all your army into one army like unit that's the unit i want it on Mm -hmm. and that's what typically happens that's the lumineth realm word in round four that's what he did i just shoved yep. him right in i tagged everything so he had to deal with it and he couldn't like they're just the five up sometimes four up and that six up six up 
mm-hmm. with two wounds each and immune morale is just room to bravery uh, is it's it's tougher to look to get through than it actually looks on paper the, immu- the immunity to bravery is really good and i remember in our game i i didn't remember that like you 100 percent told me and i i definitely knew it and then i i killed a lot with sally's because minus two rend you know against yeah, five yeah. up no safe um anything, anything doing more than one damage and then being able to i think i what ran ran and shot and then charged so you know them fully doing that but yeah the, the six up six up is so good there's a reason they got rid of the, the stacking of field no pains um in aos2 you know it's so good and daughters of kane does it better than anyone right um, yeah. even at, with the five up um in hagnar but yeah no it's it, it was fun um I mean, you get in the double turn. I think it would have been an interesting game. We played it right to the end. We had barely anything left. We yeah. didn't. I mean, to be fair, the last probably two turns, because you're so ahead in points. Yeah. Meant we weren't really taking it probably as seriously as we were. I was just yeah. more being spiteful and just wanted to kill as much as I could. Yeah. And, the, yeah. <laughs> the one play was actually good because I think uh, I didn't kill your shrine. Um, and then I got my one secondary and I was like, oh, that was a huge, give me that. And then, or just not give me that, but like not letting that die. And then it's like, oh yeah, you can teleport him. So you teleported your shrine over and then failed the nine inch charge. You're going yeah. to kill my absolute bear. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot about that. Just, well, it's just funny stuff. And that's what happened with Casper. So I had to make the nine inch roll. So I killed Archeon round two. Yep. Uh, it's always the thing. Like you either take Archeon or you take the rest of his army. Yeah. And I threw 15 of the stalkers into him. I mean, I'm probably going to talk about this in the episode actually when we record it, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is for you, not my listeners. Um, <laughs> but I threw 15 stalkers at him just to see what they did. And that was going to dictate what that I went into. Yeah. Um, and I ended up taking 13 wounds off of him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so he was like, oh. And then I had, I had to make a six inch charge with my snakes to get into Archeon. Yeah. And I rolled my two dice and I was looking for a six and I rolled a five and it doesn't matter what I rolled in the other dice <laughs> because he turned my five into a one oh, and made me, and made yeah, me fail yeah. the charge. Yeah. The old, but, yeah. yeah. The big so bird. He, he had his turn. Uh, he thought the stalkers were the threat. So he went with Archeon, deleted the 15 stalkers. Mm-hmm. Um, he healed. So he's up to like nine wounds or something like that. Um, but he tagged my uh, blood sisters, mm-hmm. and because he tagged them on the edge, thinking you know, they're only going to get like three attacks. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. They're only going to get like three of them are going to be able to attack. Nine and then or I ten rolled, And then I rolled twenty mortal or my twenty dice for the mortal wounds. And uh... I think I got like fifteen mortal wounds on Morty, and he saved half of them or whatever, and he took them down to like four. Yeah, and then the roll off was key, and I got yeah. the roll off. And I killed him in the charge phase with my chariots for nice. the D3 mortal wounds on impact. So he couldn't attack again. Yep. Nice. So, yeah. But then that was it. Like he was ready to call it almost at that point. But he's like, no, we'll play it. And Dark Fire Demon Rift did probably about 60 mortal wounds to me in that game. Yeah. And he pulled me. it back. He was putting spawns on objectives and <laughs> summoning where he needed and he left me with a turn where i had to kill 10 blues and he yeah. was within range to battle shock immune them so i had to kill them and i teleported over and my iron scale went into them and they got everything they killed him so that pulled me ahead wow and the only way he was going to be able to win it is if he got 
three sixes on a spawn to take my one objective. Yeah. So we just we roll turn whatever, and he just tried to make that, and he Jesus. and that was it. So I, I yeah, know, man. As of that, you cannot let Zinch have anything. If there's anything I've learned, you cannot ever think the game is over with them, and especially with Casper. He's like one of the best players in the world. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. <laughs> it was freaking insane. But yeah, that was that was my first round match into Hammer Time, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> good, good intro. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But no, uh, we had a good game. Uh, obviously, I was a little bit quiet because you friggin' double turned and <laughs> took everything off the board. But uh, yeah, we, we played it out, and it was uh, it was it was good times. Uh, yeah, big time. It would end the tournament for sure. It was, and huge props to those guys. Obviously, like Owen is oh, man. So awesome. And he was speaking highly of you. So then that made me, I had to like, I don't know, pay attention to you, I guess. Because <laughs> that's the power of Owen. Yeah. It's always <laughs> funny. It's always Ridge, this guy from Season of War. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Owen's like a super nice guy, unless he's winning. If he's winning, he swears a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he gets angry if he's winning, but he's chill when he's losing. Him and I are one for one right now. Yeah. So awesome. I've game. never... I've never actually played him. He's playing uh, in the teams event. He's playing against Jordan and those guys, like the, the other team candidate. Like we put two different teams in. Yep. He's playing the other teams there. Um, but uh, he, I, you know, you know, it'd be an awesome game playing with Owen. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a good. Chip. An awesome dude. I just challenged him on Twitter one time when we started <laughs> playing some games. So yeah, for sure. But no, that was awesome. Uh, good recap. Uh, we're obviously going to develop some sort of friendship out of this and afterwards what you guys invited me to like the team canada discord or something like that after that <laughs> the hell was that eh yeah yeah we do like uh well jordan is the captain for team canada worlds aos so he originally made like a discord for anyone and all the applications like we had all the people that applied to the team and everything um so it's just a bunch of just random people as well like bill sues is in there there's like a bunch of just, you know random people from around just whatever just chatting about you know stuff but we uh we also have our team canada like aos world's team in there too like a, on a different private part so yep. we use it for, we use it for that as well but yeah just you know chatting about new shit and whatever you're canadian so you're in bud canadian and i played all right so there you go eh that's right welcome to the team eh? yeah just yeah Man, I was going to come on when I first came on. I was going to call you Dalton, but uh, just from what I'm losing my mind watching Jacob and uh, the, the party at the all point stuff. Holy shit. They come it's, back to you around the Christmas and it's, yeah, they're fucking insane. I fucking just la like laughing so much. How casually it's, just. It's the things. two of them together. You get them yeah. together and they feed off each other like no one else. They have a bromance that no one will ever have. Yeah, it's Those amazing. Those two love each other so much and they know each other so well. It's just, yeah, it's so great to be around them, even when yeah. they're ripping you apart. I got to watch all their stuff too. I was just telling you, like, I'm, I'm just new now following everyone on Twitter and you're saying I was, all the cool kids are doing it. Yeah. So, like, Lockie, like, there's just a bunch of different people that I follow now. Like, you know, it's just awesome just being able to see what people are actually up to. You know, yeah. I just usually used to watch YouTube and watch people's channels and shit. But yeah, fuck, Twitter is amazing. Yeah, I guess I can invite you into some Facebook groups too, but that gets weird. Yeah. But yeah, there's a couple of there going on. So Yeah. But no, man. Uh it was great. Thanks for coming on. Uh I gotta watch season of war and you're gonna listen to party at the old points. And we'll check back in and we're probably gonna run each into each other. And we need a rematch. Yes, absolutely. I have beaten Seraphon before, but man, <laughs> and yeah. you know what you're doing too yeah there's there's uh 
there's just so many different iterations of the list, different iterations of everything. But yeah, man, whenever, let me know. Give me a shout. We'll play a game, have a couple beers, and absolutely. Yeah, sweet. Thanks, Rich. I'm coming on. And Rich from Season of War, who is actually yeah, run by Jordan, and you're just tagging on his coattails. That's exactly that. Jordan. <laughs> you're promoting for him. So there you go. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Cheers, man. Hey, we're back. Cool. That was an interview with Rich. Awesome guy. Uh, friends forever, right? If I ever go to Ontario, it's never going to happen. If you're never ever allowed in or allowed out. <laughs> yeah, fucking hate it's like Ontario. Hotel California now. If you, if you go in, you can never leave. If they let you out of your house. That was a song about drugs. That was an addiction song. Oh, I thought it was literal. No. Okay. No, it was all about addiction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? You're my addiction. Thanks, buddy. Uh, in case you're wondering why the audio is weird, it's because his phone died. So now he has to switch. And now he's, he's walking around in anger. Yes, I am. I dropped a piece. I dropped a piece of this fucking model and I can't find it. With his Fire Slayer beard. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, obviously, we talked about referenced before. Broken Realms came out with Bellicor. Um, was it the... No, it wasn't even the Bellicor one. Teclas. Broken Realm Teclas was the Nurgle Demon changes. Yeah. Yep, sure uh, <clears throat> so we've all read it over extensively, played against it, ran lists, threw them in tournaments, test and proven. So what we say is golden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so we're going to give us some kind of a list ideas on what we think to go with our no go demons now uh but has chosen to avoid all the new stuff and just ran with something else yeah <laughs> i'm going back into the to our our chats to where it said specifically about bellicor or about uh about the techless book all right but we'll keep this somewhat short because this episode is going long and i have to work in the morning so Fair. uh jeff cut it down is what I'm saying. All right, bud. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's my list. Here's my list. Um, so I know I know Archeon, so I wanted to do an a Nurgle list that could have Archeon in it and maybe try to help him out a little bit. So I picked Munificent Wanderers uh, from Wrath of the Everchosen. And if I could quickly find why i picked that one um one of the things one of the things was uh minus one rend in melee which melee. i think yeah with melee um minus one rend uh is kind of handy uh especially for archeon um just makes him even more tankier uh, i'll go through the list so it's got archeon so ignores uh, minus one rend so yeah. yeah uh i gave him uh glorious afflictions this is a spell he got uh, i think that's the Halves your movement, halves your charge, halves your run, and takes away your ability to fly. And having played against Lumineth, the uh, Wind Wind Runners list, uh, where everything flies, uh, that's Isn't why. the minus one to rend is the Droning Guard. What? It's Munificent Wanderers as well. Is it? Yeah. Ignore the first minus one. Yeah, they both have this. They both have uh, uh, the same okay. ability. We don't. Uh, we don't play these yeah. armies. Yeah, I, and I, and I, under, I understand why you would not trust my interpretation of rules. Uh, there may be. Um, and then uh, 
the other heroes, I got the Epidemius uh, Tallyman of Nurgle and Poxbringer. Um, the reason I got the, the Tallyman, you, you kind of figure Archeon's going to kill stuff. It's what he does. And so that tally is going to go up pretty darn quick. And so even after, I think it's uh, at seven wounds, you're going to be rerolling ones to wound. And there aren't a lot of abilities that give uh, reroll ones to wound. And especially with Archeon, um, a lot, there's a lot of things where it, it's wounding on twos. So wounding on twos, rerolling ones sounds uh, kind of scary. Um, and, and all those abilities from the Tallyman, they, uh, they stack. So, and, yeah. and they're for the whole battle, too. He's, he's awesome in AO's Sigmar. He's shitty in 40k. <laughs> oh, he's a fine cast. Or not the Tallyman, uh, Epidemius. Oh, he's Epidemius Tallyman of Nurgle. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I go by Epidemius, not Tallyman. Uh, oh, okay. We are on a first name basis mm. with him. Because it's, it's per model, yeah. right? <laughs> I call him Epi. Yeah. Yeah, it's per model. So uh, I, f- I feel like that would be pretty cool. The only shitty thing is he's fine cast. And I have him. If you need him. Who's playing Who's playing in real life these days? <laughs> Americans. Oh, Me, yeah. fool. I oh. English. The English are oh, yeah. number three downloads. They're playing their, uh, their park hammers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And that... that uh... Oh, man. Never mind. I'm not going to say anything. Um, and then the Pox Springer, I gave uh, favored poxes just because I don't know. I didn't like any. I don't even remember what the spell does. Hey, bud. Yeah. Hey, what? You should believe in yourself a little bit more. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Like, just, I know you're kind of like you, you mind blanked a little bit, but you got this, buddy. You're, okay. you're really good at what you do. Hey, hey, what I was going to say is uh, the Super Series is back soon. Yeah. Yeah, the matchups haven't been decided yet, but uh, I, I know I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to voice more commercials for it. Ooh, maybe we'll get Rob back on and talk about it. Yeah, and maybe he'll get me to voice more commercials. That's all right. I really want to do that. He doesn't get you to do anything. You just do it and send it to him, and then he puts them on. No, no, all the all the. Okay, we're just getting distracted here. <laughs> um, I got twenty plague bearers, ten plague bearers, ten plague bearers, ten plague bearers. And then I have the Taliban uh, Battalion. Uh, I forget what it does. Um, I think it's if you hit them, there's something with mortals. Uh, Blight Sith. Hold on, hold on. This is the content you tune in for, boys. No, no, I got it right here. I got it right here. <laughs> Taliban. Um, at the start of hero phase, each unit in the battalion heals a wound. It's been allocated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For units of plague bearers, D3 slain models. Dark, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is pretty cool as well. Um, oh yeah, here it was the command trait. If the unmodified hit roll for an attack made with a melee weapon that targets a friendly demon unit, holy within twelve of the general is a six. The attacking unit suffers a mortal wound. Hey Dayton, you want to do mortals? You're gonna take mortals as well. Boom, roasted. Yeah, Nurgle's good about that. And then uh, I got Bailwind Vortex to give to uh, Sloppity, or not Sloppity, the Poxbringer. Ooh. Um, and that's so that his spell has a little more range on it. And I'm going to look. Hey, Dayton, can you uh, add some music? Hey, Nicole, if you could add music to this part where I'm looking for the spells, uh, that would be great. 
Kids. This is the content that gets And everyone's turned it off. Yeah, favorite foxes. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's a 14-inch range spell, um, but it subtracts one from hit, wound, and save rolls for that unit until the caster is moved. Nice. So with the bail wind, you're getting a little bit of extra range and maybe being able to touch something and say, hey, you're not going to hit, wound, or save as well until I decide or wow. until I die. When you get confronted by a man, an adult who can tap dance all over you, you're going to want to inhibit him in any way possible. Exactly. That's that's intimidating. And all you have to do is question his rules and you'll have completely <laughs> flustered him. <laughs> Love you, bud. Anyway, uh, and then I bought an extra command point. And it's 19. Oh, wow. It's only 1920. So I could have added another endless spell in there. But, um, but I'm definitely getting that Why not triumph. put a command point in there? Hey? Good luck. I did put a command point. Oh, okay. Good luck getting a triumph on me at 1920. Uh, you know what you could put on there for? Geminids? Nope. For 50 Geminids. points. Geminids? Slaves of Darkness. Slaves of Chaos Darkness. What? There you go. For a little backfield objective holding. That's that's extra annoying. Yeah. Yeah. There Frank you go. put Geminids. Nah, they're never going to get their spells off. They don't get any bonuses of spellcasting. Right. This is not Zeech. All right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can't just pick dice. <laughs> oh. right. Nurgle have amazing spells. They have some of the best spells in the game. They just have shitty ways of getting them off uh we'll leave jeff to last because he's gonna finish this up in like 30 seconds it's gonna be the quickest it's ever done <laughs> it's true so i'm actually gonna lean a little bit pretty heavy into the uh battle room battle broken realms techless there you go i know words there's not one of these podcasts that I, we've done that i haven't screwed up my english <laughs> uh okay so i'm running droning guard it's the same thing. It's minus one to uh, the minus one rend is ignored, which is actually really big. It's significant. <laughs> Makes this army way more durable than you actually expect it to be. Uh, I'm running a great unclean one. He's running the hulking physique. He's my general. Uh, the hulking physique is plus one to his wound rolls. He's got the bile blade and doomsday bell, so he can give himself the plus one to cast. And for everyone out there, you got to do that before. You don't get to just rip his guts out after you roll the dice that's a before thing i'm staying I'm, I'm standing firm on that uh the doomsday bell uh brings back or allows the movement shenanigans to extra three inches i believe which mm-hmm. is really good for this army uh give him the wither staff everything wholly within 12 inches which is really good for him because his base is so large you gotta re-roll sixes to hit which is awesome um and he also has the glorious afflictions that bud mentioned beforehand because I think it's really good. It's probably one of the best spells. And he can actually potentially get it off with his plus one to cast. Uh, we got the Spoil Pox Scrivener. We got the Sloppity Bile, Pep- Bile Piper. So both of those can add... Um, so the... What is it? The Bile Piper sings a song in the combat yep. phase. So it's even in your opponent's phase. So it's a super adaptive thing. So he can do the plus one attack... Uh, he can do plus one to save, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the, is he the pile in one? He also does a mortal song. Yeah, that's what it is. Six is. 
Yeah. Uh, super good. Uh, you're going to run him up. You're going to bring him in the side of the board as much as possible. Uh, Spoilpox Scrivener, I think, is the one that does the you can't pile in, right? Or is that Sloppy? Uh, I think it's Sloppy. Sloppy does the not pile in one as well. Spoilpox can do the additional rend, I believe, additional attack, and sixes do mortal wounds. Right? The one that sings a song does the mortals. It doesn't matter. Between the two, they have one, a bunch of abilities. One, yeah, one affects a unit. One is an aura, though, I think. So I'm just, I'm helping Bud out because I did very little research, I guess. Into this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm working right now. <laughs> I'm working here. Hey. I'm working here. Yeah, let me look at this. So, and then I also have the uh, just a normal sorcerer because I want to get into the Blades of Putrefication. And that's only available. I know. For mortals. Uh, and then I got f- three units of Plague Bearers one at 30, one at 20, one at 10. And then I have nine Plague Drones. One mm-hmm. unit of nine Plague Drones, 570 points, 45 wounds. Uh, and then I got a Slaves to Darkness Chaos Spawn, and I'm coming in at 1980 with 142 wounds. So I'm putting up those Plague Drones, and I'm buffing them to Holy Heaven because they get a plus uh, one to attack characteristics when they're near a hero. They get they're going to get plus one to their attack characteristic because of Sloppity, and they're going to get plus one to their attack characteristic because of Spoilpox Scrivener. Um. Yeah, it's it's pretty nasty. They have three, four technically, uh, different attack characteristics. They have a missile attack, and they have three different melee attacks. And each one of them can just they'll start getting up to fourteen attacks each, I believe. <laughs> I think as it comes to. And then if you can get blades of putrefaction on them, you're doing uh, mortal zone sixes. And if you really are reaching for mortals, you can do the sixes, do a mortal wound in addition to the blades of putrefaction, so it procs twice. Mm-hmm. Two mortal wounds on sixes. Yeah. Uh, and then if you know anything about plague drones, especially when you're knowing that first Pippa Ren, they are really hard to get rid of. They are yeah. five wounds apiece. And if yeah. you roll one on their battle shock, they uh, bring back a unit or bring back a model. <laughs> <laughs> and so you throw that in the people's face, you tie up because you they're large bases. They're what are they, 40 mil bases? Yeah. And so you're not gonna be no, able they're to they're the get large them. flying bases. They're the large flying bases. Yeah, you're not gonna so be able to get big. them all in. Yeah, they're not gonna be able to get them into uh, a unit. But what you can do is you can spread them out and, and don't feel bad about tagging a bunch of stuff. Because yeah. that's like that's your swamp. And they do a you're gonna attack with them first because you don't want to lose any models and they're you'll do a lot of work with them and they don't go away. And then you're following up with those 30 plague bearers and 20 plague bearers. And uh, when you want to switch your buffs, you switch them to those 30s and they're going to do a lot of work too. I think these two new additions just from those two heroes alone is adding a ton to uh, demons now. It's pretty sweet. Cool. That's me, Jeff. All right. My list is almost uh, completely identical. (laughs) Um, almost completely it's scary okay I have a tally band of Nurgle the battalion uh, and I have a great unclean one as my general and he has the grandfather's blessing 
Um, the reason why I picked that one is because I wanted my great unclean one to be more of a support piece and not go for combat as much because I picked the bio blade and doomsday bell and they're the weakest combat profiles. So um, I just went pure buff with him. So grandfather's blessing lets me uh, change the Nurgle wheel uh, once a game, which is a big deal. Um, and for his artifact or uh, for his artifact, I gave him the Tome of a Thousand Blessings, or uh, Thousand Poxes, I'm sorry. Uh, that gives him plus one to cast in, uh, in Nurgle lore. Um, so you combine that with Gut Ripper, and um, he's plus two, which is nice. Um, and then uh, the spell that I gave him was Glorious Afflictions. Yep. And what that one, <laughs> yeah. It's the best spell. Yeah. We all know it. We've talked about it twice. It's a fantastic yeah. spell. So surprise, surprise. Um, and I have a Sloppity Bile Piper. <laughs> and I gave him the Wither Stave so that I could have, you know, uh, he, he'll play a little bit closer. Um, it needs to go on the one that has to be within nine of the friendly unit. Because yep. he's already going to be playing close. So The nice um, thing about that Glorious Afflictions too is it affects them until your next hero phase. Yeah. Uh, you'll notice like those old battle tomes, especially like Nighthaunt and Nurgle and stuff now. They that's their effects last for a really long time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've got the Sopity Bile Piper and then the, the Spoil Pox Scrivener. Now my plan here was because I don't have the Chaos Sorcerer, um, was to have one of them do plus one attack and the other one do the sixes to hit or mortals. So I don't have quite as many attacks, but um it's also not something that somebody can stop. It just happens. So I give all the, the magic-based lists out there a big old middle finger. Um, and then I have, hey, nine plague drones. Uh, and then I have six, six units of ten uh, plague bearers. <laughs> and the, the nice thing about that is uh, if you have seven between these two, you get an extra summoning point. So that and was... And Nurgle summonings, good. Yeah, like and so good. this list obviously relies a lot of corn good, on, but on summoning good. and just getting more guys to make up for the fact that most of my stuff is relatively weak. Um, but the drones, and uh, they're going to like kind of skirt behind the wall of annoying plague bears and then jump over with their fly and make make their move when they're ready. So, Well, just remember, Jeff, so, like uh, even when you start out weak, you have a lot of room to improve. True. Like, like soccer that's very true thank you for noticing i appreciate that but uh yeah so it turns out uh dayton and i were similarly inspired on this and have almost identical lists so. oh plague drones are amazing with those additional yeah. attacks They're, it's just perfect stupid. it's it's the perfect vehicle for it i mean you can't ask for a better pairing and plus with this this is a one drop list so i can go first if i want or make the other guy go first and it's not even a question it's like off you go you know i mean like this is lovely i have you have so much control with this jeff you get so passionate nice. about your list writing it's awesome i would hate to actually talk a list with you in an elevator where i couldn't actually back away from you while you <laughs> thanks me all thanks so you're saying i make you uncomfortable that's nice <laughs> you're just a dead you're so man. nice you're so nice dayton i don't know why i don't know why i put up with this i'll tell you what for a year and a half anyway. jeff for a year and a half and we've I only know. met in person once. Man, One can you time, imagine now? Yeah. Dude, man, I'm, 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 I'm going at you. 
going <laughs> low. God. I'm going high. It's, it's happening. Yeah, just just it was fun it. though. LVO was a good time. I I cherished that time. I'm looking forward to LVO when I'm then competing on the AOS side. I think it's going to be. A yeah, neat I don't experience. know. I, I wonder what's going to happen. I would like to see. I like to go to a, another tournament. I really hope I can get into Nashcon, and then I hope you can yeah. go. It would be nice to have you down in my neck of the woods, right? Yeah, I'm get to use our tickets, Dayton, because we won't be allowed in. Uh, we still got months. We still have a few. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. Stay positive. Right. Okay, I'll try. It's the double turn mechanic, man. You gotta, hey, you gotta so go for that posi- double turn I'm for Nashville. I'm so positive right now. I can tell. I can feel it. Okay. <laughs> All right, but it's gonna go to work tomorrow, and so do I. Uh, <laughs> right. This has been a great episode. Actually, a lot of fun. Uh, we have more topics to talk about, but we'll save it for the next episode. Maybe we'll do one next week to get back on track because <laughs> we're one week off. But oh, you just won't give that up, man. I know. It's like it's you're the only me. person allowed to have birthdays. Bud. In fact, both had buckets. All right. Hey, Dayton, can we plan this out? I'm gonna have a birthday next year. Uh, it's gonna be about a week and a half after yours, so one of us is gonna have to record on our birthday weekend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll look into the future and we'll find out. Okay. And if it's on mine, Just move I'll then skip it. <laughs> Just move your birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, forty-one's up. 48 that's might be a little bit more 48 we're not we're not sure how many more they're gonna be after that yeah yeah getting on up there old man we'll we'll be playing flames flames of war in the retirement center (laughs) yeah you'll be a really uh, you'll be an alienated uh uh, historical guy before long we'll be having orgies in the old folks home playing flames of war that's right There you well, go. For the record, that's all they do. They have sex all the time. In those yeah, they, they have so many STDs in retirement homes. It's hilarious. Yes, they're awesome. So, so odd. So <laughs> unexpected. Here, here's a quick joke, or not joke, true story. Uh, so we have an old folks retirement center here in my town, and they had a fire alarm go off in the middle of the night. So we have to evac all the residents to a neighboring, it's like they're like games room essentially it's it's separate it's a separate building so that's their refuge uh station basically so we have Mm -hmm. to bring everyone to it but it's on the other side of this uh parking lot so they take account of everyone that's made it over there and the ones that haven't so we have to go door to door and like basically we have keys we open them up and we have to bring the residents over right so my my captain we're going in there he's an older guy too And there's this lady of hard hearing. She's in her bed. She hasn't heard the alarms and stuff. So we go in here. And the first thing he comes out of his mouth is like, ma'am, we're here to take you to the other side. And I was like, oh, bad choice of words (laughs) to tell to a person who's like years, moments away from the end. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, You know, it's funny. It's funny. Like, here's a dark one. My dad... You know, he he passed away a couple of years back, but um, he was in the hospital and one of the nurses came through and the damn guy had like long hair and a big, long beard. And he was white. And dad was like, are you Jesus? <laughs> and I was like, this son of and I was like, I looked at this guy like I could have killed him. I was like, get your fucking ass out of here, you stupid asshole. Don't you know <laughs> you look like, you know, some of these people. <laughs> 
Like you're giving this guy, you're like trying to go on ahead and finish him off or something because he's looking at you. I'd be asking for wine. Like, <laughs> hey, I have water. Could you uh, fix that for yeah, me? Hey, hey, Jesus! I know we haven't really been on speaking terms, but uh, could you do me a solid here? I'm almost, yeah. you know, I'm gonna go see your dad here pretty quick. Hopefully, all right. Do I get to tell a story too? Yeah. No, we gotta go. So, so this last week, because um, my my grandma's ninety four and she's in a personal care home, so my mom talks to her almost every day. And my mom had gone there the one day, and she said, "Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night, and this big man in a yellow suit was taking blood out of my arm." And my mom was like, "What?" And so she's like. My grandma's like usually pretty good about these kind of things. So she went and asked and the lady at the front, it just started laughing that there was, there was like someone and he's kind of a big guy and he was wearing a yellow suit, but it was first thing in the morning. And he, that's when he does like some of the blood tests or whatever, but just the way my grandma had described it, a big man in a yellow suit in the middle of the night was taking blood out of me. <laughs> uh, I, can't wait until we're all in that retirement home and we're just playing Age to Sigmar. And yeah, you know what? Let's keep the podcast going. Let's okay. have that 70 year old podcast and we're just rambling on about the meds that we're on, yeah. the orgies we took part in, yeah, and fucking with the newbies that come into our retirement home. That's right. That's right. You know what? You know, you got to play Sylvaneth. You play Sylvaneth for the first year that you're here before you start coming up into the big leagues, bud. <laughs> You take your 68-year-old ass, your young ass, and play Sylvaneth for a year. Wait, what edition are we going to be at by then? Uh, five. For me, yeah, I was going to say probably AOS 5. <laughs> it's going to be the return of fantasy. Wait, have we actually ended the episode yet, by the no. way? Oh, okay. No, this Jeff is left. <laughs> Oh, he totally did. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so he, did, he didn't even stick around for my story he's like that's i'm the, done that's the best no he was legit when he said no you can't <laughs> he laughed yeah oh it's even better all right well this is dayton uh and on behalf of jeff i'd like to say screw you everyone <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of jeff you know what i don't pay attention to my listener base to hell with you all um yeah <laughs> I mean, I, I, as a person who stayed right to the end uh, and care, cherish our audience and our listener comments, right. uh, thank you for spending the time to listen to Nicole's wonderful editing work. Right. And, uh, you know, I appreciate everyone that's involved in listening to this uh, worldwide now. Thank you. Okay. That, that's huge. Big props. Uh, shout out to anyone who's listening and make sure that you like and subscribe and leave a comment. Yep. Algorithms. Yep. Cheers. Peace.